Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now here's step number three. Let every thought and desire affirm that you've got what you ask. Never permit a mental picture of a failure to be in your mind. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Answered Prayer, An Obtainable Goal. This teaching will strengthen you in the area of prayer, so stay with us. And later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Reverend Hagan. This minister said to me, he said, it finally dawned on me what you were saying, or rather what Jesus said. See, when I get healed... I, I don't have to take insulin anymore. Then I'm going to believe I'll receive my healing. I saw it as the other way around. I've got to believe that I'll receive my healing and then I will have it. So he said, I, every morning, every morning, 5.30 to 6.30, I'd walk up and down that prayer room saying, I believe I'll receive healing for sugar diabetes. I believe, that's not all I prayed about, but that's part of it. I believe I'll receive my healing. I believe I'll receive my healing. I'd come back over here to the house. They got better ways of checking nowadays, but he said I'd, he, he would check his urine to see the sugar content and either, either increase or decrease the, the shot of insulin. And he said I'd put that insulin, you know, that needle in my arm. At the same time when I put it in my arm, I'd say, I believe I'll receive my healing. He said, the devil said, well, you don't, you're not healed. He said, that's right, I don't have it. I'm not supposed to believe I have it. I'm supposed to believe I receive it. And if I believe I receive it, Jesus will see to it that I have it. See, he was ready to use that against the devil. See what I mean? And did. Well, he said, I kept doing that. And then he said, I, you know, he had a pickup as well as a Cadillac automobile and he was moving some stuff or something because he had a mission that also that they ran downtown. So he went and got some stuff, you know, some food stuff or stuff for the mission, you know, and, and homeless people would sleep there, you know. And, and he said, I went in my pickup to get this stuff that's donated and I was driving down the street and a bee got in the car and it got in behind my glasses and I was hitting at that bee and knocked my glasses off. And then he said, not paying attention to what I did, I run up over the curb and ran into a tree. And that sudden stop, you know, he, and we didn't have seat belts then. And he, he hit his chest on the steering wheel, knocked all the wind out of it. Man, he couldn't get his breath. He thought he's died for a while, you know. So they rushed him to the hospital and x-rayed him, come to find out he hadn't even broken any ribs. He just sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, bruised himself up real good. But he said, the doctor said to him in running test, I said, are you still taking insulin? He said, yeah. He said, let's leave it off for a few days. He said, from that day to this, I've never had any more insulin. He really didn't know when it happened. But see, it just gradually, by confessing that, it happened. Now, we've had two people, uh, I really remind me of it is, my, my wife has a letter on her desk from this young lady now. She came here to Rainbow the first year we were out. She's in that first singing group at Faith Creation. She had juvenile sugar diabetes. See? I don't know, but they tell me that's one of the, what I mean, one of the worst kind, you see. And, and, and so she takes insulin. Well, she took insulin along with her. You know, you got to keep it refrigerated and all, you know. On the road, one of the singers. And uh, graduated from Raymond. 
married a young man that came here to school. But uh, uh, she said in, in a letter a year or two ago, took her, took her a few years to do it. But she said, I, I'm completely free. I, I take no insulin. I eat anything I want to eat. I'm completely healed, completely well. Praise God. And it's been several years now since it. Then one of our singing group, the drummer, was also a diabetic. And, uh, and uh, so he had to take insulin. After he left here and was the associate pastor of another church, he wrote me a letter. He said, Brother Hagin, it's been, I think, two years since I've had any insulin. Now, he was over, he'd had sugar diabetes for years and was over in his 30s. But he, find, he just held on to that confession, you see. And so he, uh, he said, it's been over two years since I've had any insulin whatsoever. I'm, I'm completely healed. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Well, that sure does beat dying, don't it? <laughs> Amen. So, you see, uh, uh, some people act unwise. There was a pastor over here in Kansas, oh, a, little, a little bit before we started training center here, that was uh, only 36 years old, had sugar diabetes, and said, well, I'm going to trust God or die. Threw the insulin away, went into to, uh, shock, you know, and died. And then that gives the so-called faith message a bad name, you know. People said, well, I don't work. Look, that they died. Well, you see, they threw the insulin away. They ought to start believing I'll receive my healing and held fast to that confession. And sooner or later, Jesus would have made it real in their life. Are you following me now? Amen. Praise God. So then, ask God for the things that you want and believe that you'll receive them. We just use healing as the illustration. Whatever it is that you're praying about that you found scriptures that promised you. Believe God and not Satan because you've got God's word for it. That's God speaking to you. Say it out loud. The Bible, the Bible is, God is God speaking to me. Speaking to me. Say that again. The Bible is God so you see, believe God. That's what we mean and not Satan. Believe the truth. Thy word, O Lord, is truth. Believe the truth and not a lie. Now then, Benny's you have taken step number one and two. See, Benny's you've done that. Now you're ready for step number three. If you haven't taken step number one and two, well, you're not ready for step number three. That's the reason, let me reiterate, that a lot of things don't work for some people is they're not ready for it. Now here's step number three. Let every thought and desire affirm that you've got what you ask. Never permit a mental picture of a failure to be in your mind. Now that's true concerning anything, but particularly whatever it is you're praying about. Never permit a men mental picture of a failure to be in your mind. Never doubt for one minute that you have the answer. If doubts persist, and I don't have to tell you they will, the devil will see to it. If doubts persist, rebuke them or resist them and get your mind on the answer and constantly affirm that the promises of God are true and that prayer has been answered. That's so important because it's right in here where so many people miss it. 
Amen. Because they keep thinking the wrong thing. They keep thinking defeat instead of victory. Failure instead of victory. Well, get your mind on the answer. Get your mind on what God said and constantly affirm that the promises of God are true and that prayer has been answered. It is important. What you think is important. Now, sometimes folks don't like to hear about that, but it's absolutely true. Now, you turn to the fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. Turn to the fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. Now, let's start with the eighth verse and read, or the sixth verse and read down through the eighth verse. I want you to see something here. Sixth verse, Paul, or I like to say it this way, the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul, writing to the church at Philippi, said, be careful for nothing. Now, that's a little bit blind to us to tell somebody, be careful for nothing. Another translation said, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Now, that's clear to us, isn't it? Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Well, now, what are you going to do then if you can't fret? What are you going to do if you can't worry? Have anxiety means worry, doesn't it? What are you going to do? But in everything by prayer. In, in, in how many things? Everything. Everything. Everything, all things but one? Everything. Well, we got to worry about some of them though, don't we? <laughs> no, in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request. So he's talking about your request in prayer, isn't he? Let your request be made known unto God. Now notice this. Do what verse 6 said, and the peace of God, not just peace, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, the peace of God which is beyond all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind. That means your spirit and your mind and your soul through Christ Jesus. It'll affect your heart, your spirit, it'll affect your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Finally, now look at the verse, finally. Finally means he's just simply summing up what he's been saying to you. Finally. Brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, if he tells me to do it, that means I can. He's writing to Christians. God's not going to tell us to do something that we can't do. That means I can. You see, instead of fretting, 
and being full of anxiety and worry about these things, I see to it that my mind, finding it, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Well, we've taken step number one, got all those scriptures. They're true, aren't they? I said they're true, aren't they? Whatsoever things are honest. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. What do we have here for an offer? Well, we got my book, The Untapped Power of Praise, mm-hmm. and which I've got is talking about praise and rejoicing. Yes. And, and you know, uh, uh, praise, a reservoir of power, obtain the full measure of God's blessing. Praise releases your faith in God. Praise away to life, your spiritual Jericho's. And the praise cure. I really like the praise cure. Oh, the praise yeah, cure is one I, of my good sermons it that I preach. But they, they took these sermons and they put them because it's all about praise. That's right. And they put them and in a book. And praise is the same thing as rejoicing, right, you know? Right, same rejoicing and praise, yes. And then uh, your dad, there's two CDs on prayer and praise. Prayer and praise, uh, yes. That's very important. And you know, these things will build you up and help you to rejoice even in those times when you don't feel like rejoicing. That's retail $25.95, but we want you to have this, so we are offering it for $19.95. That's a savings of $6. Amen. We like savings, right? Go right now, go to the computer and go to rayma.org and order it right now. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay, call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow, Rev. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on Answered Prayer, an Obtainable Goal. We'll pick up with this great message then on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.